Listen and listen well. We're going to fight. With or against one another, I don't know. And I'm not talking a baseball fight. I'm thinking one more like hockey. Welcome to In the Bullpen with Mark Dewey, sponsored by Developing Contenders Ministries. You're listening to the Fight Laugh Feast Network. Thank you for joining us. And look who's coming up. High fly ball into right field. She is gone! You may be thinking right now, how can he be so bold as to say that he knows we're going to fight? Well, simply because there really isn't an option whether we fight or not. The question is, what side are we fighting on? That's what I want to be the focus of our conversation in this episode. But before getting into that focus and into that conversation, I want to talk about another fight, a different kind of fight. A fight that took place over several years, a fight against cancer. A fight against a stroke that was the result of treatment for cancer. A fight that came to an end on Friday. Sal Bando, the former Major League player, the captain of the Oakland Athletics back in the 70s when they won three consecutive World Series. Sal Bando, the general manager of the Milwaukee Brewers throughout much of the decade of the 1990s, was the man that had that fight and was the man who concluded that fight by going home to be with the Lord on Friday. I bring this up not because I cover everybody or even every significant baseball figure that dies, but because this is personal to me. Not personal because I know Sal Bando well. I spent some time around him in the late 1990s. But personal because Sal's younger brother, Chris, far better known as CB, is one of the dearest friends I have on this earth. And so I have been watching this go on and hearing about this from CB for quite some time. And I would ask that you would pray on behalf of the Bando family through this difficult time and rejoice with the Bando family that Sal is rejoicing in the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now to begin this episode, I'm going to say you may be tempted to fight against me, but I hope by the end of this episode, you will be fighting with me. And if you fight against me at the beginning, right now, that's not a big deal. You're only fighting against me. You're only going to disagree maybe with a decision I've made. And you may actually have the numbers on your side. More people may be in your corner, if you will, than in mine. But I want us to be together by the end, because then whether we have the numbers on our side or not, we'll be fighting on the winning side. So why is it you might fight against me here at the beginning? Well, it is because for the second time in three weeks, in the bullpen, a baseball podcast is actually going to be primarily dealing with another major professional team sport. Two weeks ago, it was an event in and around the NFL and DeMar Hamlin of the Buffalo Bills. This week, it's going to be in and around events in the NHL. And so once again, I'm not going to be dealing with current news in the baseball world. And if you say, well, come on now, well, that's fine. Then you're you're in the fight. You're fighting against me. No problem. But let's have this fight be a baseball fight. Now, so far this year, there have been three episodes prior to this one. The first one was titled, 
from and through and to. The second episode of 2023, Bigger Than Baseball, and last week, The Heart of the Matter. Now the question is, will I finally return to current baseball news in next week's episode? I hope so. But we have another story that started over the weekend as well that involves somebody not associated with Major League Baseball or baseball at all, really. And that is a man who had the audacity to speak and support something or to speak and protest something. The audacity to speak and protest against the most heinous evil that has ever taken place in our country. And yes, I'm well aware of slavery, but that falls to the number two slot. The man who spoke against abortion was Tony Dungy. And now Tony Dungy is under fire. How could he say such things? Like, it's wrong to murder children. It's wrong to rip them apart in their mother's womb. So people want his head on the chopping block, and maybe that story will be part of next week. I don't know. I will say this, though. So far in 2023, I kind of feel like Jude. And that is, while it is my desire to speak to you about things going on in baseball, about the game we enjoy so thoroughly, about contemporary or current news and who signed where and what teams look good and all of that, I have felt the necessity in these first four episodes to speak to you about contending earnestly for the faith once for all delivered to the saints. And that's why I hope by the end of the episode, you will join me in the fight. And that fight that I hope you're with me in should be more in line with hockey-type brawls. Felino and Luke Shen are going at it. Wow, Luke, big lefties coming at Felino. Felino also throwing some big ones. Wow, that was a heavyweight battle. I haven't seen that happen in a while, but that's just that you could see Maroon there, the look on his face. He's surprised as Nick Felino drops the gloves, gets involved. Doesn't seem too upset about it. So that was a brawl from 2021 between Montreal and Toronto. And of course, hockey brawls are not hard to come by. Finding audio clips, video clips of those are a piece of cake. And you heard there, and you know, if you know anything about hockey, they go at it when they brawl in the NHL. They throw some haymakers. They battle. And really, it's expected, right? It's just part of the game. It's expected. But sometimes what's not expected is a brawl in hockey that has nothing to do with what took place on the ice. And that kind of brawl took place this past week, and it involved Philadelphia Flyers player Ivan Provorov. Here's what he had to say after the game about a brawl that had nothing to do with the game. Everybody, I respect everybody's choices. My choice is to stay true to myself and my religion. That's all I'm going to say. Any, uh, like I said, that's all I'm going to comment on that. Um, if you have any hockey questions, I would like, I would answer those. Just, uh, Can you just clarify what, what is your religion? Hmm? If I clarify your religion. Russian Orthodox. So that was post-game. Ivan Provorov speaking to the media. Now what happened? Well, let's start this way. What didn't he do? Because this brawl, and it became much bigger after that post-game interview, didn't take place on the ice. It didn't have anything to do with what took place on the ice. It actually had to do what didn't take place on the ice. So what didn't he do? He didn't participate in a pre-game skate with the rest of his team. Under normal circumstances, I would assume nobody would think that's a big deal. But these weren't normal circumstances. In this particular pre-game skate, his teammates were wearing a jersey, 
and had their hockey sticks taped in a way that supported the LGBTQ plus community. And Ivan Provorov said, I'm not going to do that. What did he do? He played in the game that night. He didn't participate pregame. He played in the game. And then he was asked after the game why he didn't participate in the pregame. And you heard his answer. His lack of participation, and then in particular, his answer set off a frenzy among media types. One person tweeted out, Nice job at Flyers. You have a giant middle finger to hockey is for everyone and LGBTQ plus fans. Another Canadian sports commentator, Pierre Lebrun, and I'm not sure if that's how you say his last name, tweeted this. But Pavarov obviously does not respect everyone. He puts everyone in quotes. If he did respect everyone, he would have taken part in warm-up and worn the Pride Night jersey. Don't hide behind religion. Another Canadian broadcaster on air engaged in a rant about the audacity of Provorov and what he didn't do. Three things, technically. Provorov also spoke to the media after the game and, and echoed what Tortorella said, so I didn't feel the need to run it. Um, this happened in baseball last year with the Tampa Bay Rays. There were five members of the Tampa Bay Rays who wouldn't wear a patch supporting gay rights. Mm-hmm. And Major League Baseball didn't do much. It was a story for a little bit. See, it's really this guy's fault that I've got brought into this conversation or that I'm dealing with it in this episode because he brought Major League Baseball into things. But that was only the beginning of what became increasingly more and more of an irate commentary and rant. Dr. James White saw the commentary and he tweeted this, Dedication to rebellion is religious, and the man gives us all the evidence we need of it. Listen to his words. Listen to the overriding emotionalism. Don't tell me secularism is not religious. Do you want more proof about Dr. White's claim? Here's some more of what that man said. The theme from the National Hockey League is hockey is for everyone, okay? The theme is not hockey is for everyone, dot, 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 unless you don't believe in gay rights, then do whatever you want. If the National Hockey League is going to do this, if any league is going to do this, do it properly or reevaluate what you're doing. So as you heard there, and as I mentioned even before, the, the theme of the NHL is hockey is for everyone. Now consider again what happened that night. Provorov did not participate in the pregame, but he did play in the game. Now, I'm assuming that the exact same crowd or almost the same crowd that was there for the warm-ups was there for the game. Provorov didn't say, listen, I'm not going to play in front of people or a crowd that has LGBTQ plus people in it and those who support LGBTQ plus. He didn't say away with the atheists. He didn't say, hey, wait a second, I'm out of here. I'll see you next time we have a game. He simply did not participate in a religious ceremony that celebrates what God condemns. That's all he did. If the NHL or any other league is going to do this, according to this Canadian broadcaster, do it properly or reevaluate what you're doing. Well, first of all, what does it mean to do it properly? But I agree, figure it out. And my question is, and it's been this way for a long time, but especially after what happened with the Rays players last year, what is Major League Baseball going to do? Are they going to keep status quo? Which means that teams, all teams, except the Texas Rangers so far, have a pride night. 
only a handful of teams have some alteration to the uniform, that will continue. And if players like the Rays pitchers decide not to participate, so be it. Are they going to do that? Is Major League Baseball going to back off and say basically, listen, you know what? We'll still have the pride nights or pride days, but let's not alter the uniform. Or are they going to double down? I don't know. But this Canadian broadcaster has some very strong views of what ought to take place, not only in the NHL, but in the NBA, in National Football League, in Major League Baseball. Because there's not a lot of repercussions that I'm seeing from any league. Now, it could change with the NHL. could change with the NHL. I think you find the Flyers a million dollars for this. I'm not kidding. Figure this out and stop offending people on nights where it's not about that. It's supposed to be about inclusivity. The National Hockey League need to attack this and figure this out. Because what I heard last night was offensive and didn't make any sense. One million dollar fine for the Philadelphia Flyers. So I guess this guy's all about inclusivity, except. But he makes very clear, he found what happened both offensive and nonsensical. But he wasn't done. I just think the NHL has to do something here. This is not good enough. This is not good enough. Hockey is for everyone, dot, 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 unless, unless you don't agree with gay rights, is not the phrasing of this. You're either in this or you're not. And one last point. Nothing scares me more than any human being who says, I'm not doing this because of my religious beliefs. Because when you looked at people's lives, you normally say that publicly, you'd throw up at what you saw. You would throw up at what you saw. And I have seen that a million times in a lot of different ways. So don't, don't give me that. With respect. Don't give me that because no one's perfect. All right? Don't, tell me, don't, don't feed me the religious beliefs line. And all of a sudden, the NHL is going to back off this. The National Hockey League today needs to find that organization a million dollars and reevaluate how they support gay rights. Because that is insulting. That is the number one trending topic in Canada. That is insulting what happened in Philadelphia. And if the NHL is serious about this, they say they are. We'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see how serious they are today. But that whole thing was mishandled, and, I, and I, part of me couldn't believe it. Part of me could, considering how the NHL sometimes handles things. And it's too important, and that's why you're continuing to talk about it, because you're not just going to brush it under the rug. Well said, Dean. Now, there were some aspects of that rant that I'm not exactly sure what he meant, but I did very clearly understand that for him what happened was offensive, and for him what happened didn't make any sense. And I get the point that he was offended, that he was insulted, that he was angry. He was ready to make it clear and to decide, okay, which side are you on? And once we determine that, let's drop the gloves. He's not about to brush this under the rug. He was extremely upset and extremely clear about his views. Now, he may not have been happy to know what took place after those views, not because of them, but nonetheless after he made that statement. First of all, Ivan Provorov's jersey sold out. It went, people went ballistic having it sell out, which is saying something, and that is that a lot of people haven't sold out. But we have to be careful here because the response based on jersey sales was very positive. But we have to remember that when Peter was faithful to the Lord and preached the word of God, 3,000 souls were converted. When Stephen was faithful to the Lord and preached the word of God, they stoned him. So we can't base it upon those things. But nonetheless, that has got to be causing a lot of consternation and heartache for many people that Provorov's jerseys have sold out. Also, the NHL released a statement, part of which read this way. Clubs decide whom to celebrate, when, and how, with league counsel and support. Players are free to decide which 
activities or initiatives, I should say, to support, and we continue to encourage their voices and perspectives on social and cultural issues. So at least based on that statement, the NHL said, no, we're not going to find the Philadelphia Flyers a million dollars, and no, we're not going to bring this to the table as an issue. The players are free to choose to participate or not in any particular thing that the team puts on. Now, as much as I disagree with all of these people that are attacking Provorov, and far more than that, major sports, Major League Baseball, and all of us, I do agree with these media men about something, these media men from the Great White North, because I think I've quoted and played clips only from those in Canada. And that is this. I agree with their thought, enough of hiding behind religion. I agree with that differently than they mean it. For me, it's enough of the MLB plus community. And, And that's a little play on the plus. What I mean by that is when I talk about Major League Baseball in this episode or any other, I'm not simply talking about the players that are on the major league roster. I'm talking about organizations, front office managers, coaches, players, minor league players, and and given the day in which we're, we're, we're living, even independent ball professional players because they have an affiliation with major league baseball. And so I say enough of MLB plus Christians, those who profess to be followers of King Jesus, hiding behind their religion. And enough of any of us who name the name of Christ hiding behind our religion. A man named Joel Berry tweeted this out. Let the NHL have a Christian nationalism night and make everyone wear jerseys that say Christ is Lord and see what happens. And then in an article at the WashingtonStand.com, Joseph Backholm was quoted saying this. He said, and this is not a quote yet, he said we shouldn't be surprised at the vitriol that's directed toward Pravorov. And he pointed out that the LGBTQ plus agenda is, quote, a competing religion. And then he said this, nobody should be forced to celebrate a belief system that they don't share. It's like asking a Muslim hockey player to celebrate Hanukkah and wear a menorah. Now, you know what would happen in both of those circumstances? People would stand firm. They would stand strong. They would stand loudly against those things. And they do so fighting on the wrong side. They're on the side that fights for Satan. They're on the side that is guaranteed to be crushed. So why is it that we who are united to Christ Jesus by faith, we who are fighting on the right side, the one that fights for the Lord, the one guaranteed to do the crushing, don't stand up, don't stand so firm, don't stand so strong. Stop hiding behind religion. Come out of hiding, Christian. With Martin Luther declare, Here I stand, I can do no other. Standing not on our own strength, not doing this for our own glory, but standing in the strength of our triune God and for His glory. The bottom line is this. There's nowhere to run, and ultimately, there's nowhere to hide. The battle is raging. There is no neutrality. You are either for Christ or against Him. That's it. Those are the only two options. Now, the question that I have about baseball in 2023, including for Christians that are involved in Major League Baseball, is this. Will you hide behind your religion, or will you stand faithfully with Christ? But that's a conversation for another day. Join us next time for In the Bullpen on the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network. Thank you for listening.